is a slice series. Hi, Leah Norman is here. Welcome to our fifth episode, writing a chapter that has no end, part two. A quick thank you to our podcast producers for making this series possible, and your unflagging support for the slide series. If you want to continue to watch high-quality episodes like this, please do not hesitate to shower us with likes and comments and shares. Without further ado, let's get started. My father is a beast. He moved to Bentia Province to set up shop in 2005. Ever since, he has assiduously managed everything about the business. However, he would from time to time turn to my mother, his caring and smart wife, for advice when he ran into problems. He doesn't take things easy nor accept what is traditionally believed in. He challenges everything and gets rid of anything that gets in his way. Ever so often, this determination inadvertently turns itself into some kind of intimidation, which makes him look like a drone freak. Having said that, he has moments of softness and compassion, which are skillfully covered under his rough skin and weather-beaten face. He has been considered as gentle or corny, but deep inside his heart lies a loving beast who yearns for love, compassion, and forgiveness. Therefore, he is a loving beast. This is my father, a man with a rough appearance and formidable mentality, but accompanied by humanity. Loneliness is his friend. And he has rejected so many times in vain. This is my father, a man of flaws and ugly signs, but I love him anyway. This is just like that. All of these sentences constitute what we usually call a paragraph. A paragraph about my father, with a topic sentence being the first one, and a concluding sentence being the last. The sentences between a topic sentence and a concluding sentence are academically called supporting sentences. Supporting details or supporting points, which prove the main point and make it a paragraph. My father is a beast. It seems to me that every one of us can produce a simple paragraph like this, but when it comes to academic writing, things are much tougher and stricter. In today's episode, I'd love to guide you through the complexity of paragraph writing skills, so they can feel more assured about your writing skills down the road. Basic knowledge of paragraph writing. A paragraph typically has a three-part structure: a topic sentence, supporting sentences, and a concluding sentence. You can see the structure in paragraphs whether they are narrating, describing, comparing, contrasting, or analyzing information. Each part of the paragraph plays an important role in communicating your meaning to your reader. Number one, the topic sentence. It is the first section of a paragraph. It states the writer's point of view or topic which is discussed. In the paragraph, number two, supporting sentences. They follow the topic sentence and they discuss the controlling idea using facts, arguments, analysis, examples, and other information. Number three, a concluding sentence. This is the final section. It summarizes the connections between the information discussed in the body of the paragraph and the paragraph's controlling idea. There are two crucial points about paragraph writing skills, which are known as coherence and cohesion. So, what are they? Well, to put it simply, coherence is the quality of being logical, consistent, and able to be understood, which means your sentences have to be closely connected to one another in a logical way. Imagine coherence as a building, and every sentence is a block in that building. To make the building stable. Our blocks must firmly stick together. Cohesion, on the other hand, refers to the act of forming a whole unit, 
which means your sentence is must prove only one main point. Go back to the blocks. They form only one building, not two or three. There seems to be a lot to cover, doesn't there? But don't swear, just take note of the points you find most useful and important to you. We will get back to these points sooner or later. I am Lee Normandis, and you're watching the Slide series. Stay with me. In today's episode, we have a special guest who has so far made great contributions to our series. She is a fantastic designer and an enthusiastic learner, having her heart set on producing high-quality slices for all of us. At this stage, she'll be sharing her experiences in learning how to write academic paragraphs. Now, big it up for our girl. Hi guys, I'm Jokebi, one of the podcast producers for the Slide series.、Mm, talking about paragraph writing, uh, well, at first. I thought it was a nightmare, but eventually it's a real nightmare. <laughs> Writing is challenging, right? But it's not rocket science, though. I have made significant progress so far with my writing skills, although from time to time I made some silly mistakes, as most learners do. And the core message I wanna emphasize is that we have to know. What academic writing is all about, what our goals are, and what our goal matters to achieve those goals are. Let me share with you guys my own slides. As you can see, it can be concluded that writing is the most difficult skills for foreign or second language learners like us to master. Right?、Uh, actually, for the first time, I was struggling a bit about some things like word choice. Sentence variations,、uh, punctuation choices, and other linguistic tools for cohesion and coherence. And you know the difficulties are not only in generating and organizing ideas, but also in conveying the content into a readable text. Some sub skills of writing skills, including grammar, vocabulary, and such like. Quite complex to me, and I find that one of the best ways to improve writing skills is through practice. To speak your paper and start to write an essay, all the kinds of the text in English, whatever is okay. It's important to be hard on yourself, but don't focus on mistakes to the point where it keeps you from acting. So that's it for my slides. Thanks, Mendes, for giving me this opportunity. I'm really happy to be here with you guys. See you later. Bye. Wow! Thanks a lot for useful sharing, Dokebi. I think everyone has a story to tell, and you guys, our dearest audience, are no exception. Feel free to tell us about your method when it comes to paragraph writing skills in the comment below. Now, in the previous slides, we already provided you with 16 collocations in total, with eight collocations for writing tests that have yet to be explained. In today's episode, we aim to give you the explanations of these written collocations, and there is a Vietnamese meaning of each collocation next to its English meaning, so that you can easily grasp what is essential about a collocation. 
Know that these collocations are gathered through our research and study from all sorts of books and materials during our education. If you have any questions about this, please feel free to contact us by email. Now let's jump right into it. Number one, to be attributable to something. It means to be caused by or be made possible by something. For example, 43% of all deaths in Ireland were attributable to cardiovascular disease. Number two, to subscribe to something. It means to express an agreement with an idea or a proposal. For example, on the whole, scientists subscribe to the idea that the Earth is a sphere-shaped planet, not a flat one. Number three, to do someone or something a disservice which means to do harm to someone or something. For example, virtual games are becoming increasingly common, particularly among young children and teenagers. However, continued excessive use of video games can potentially do them a disservice. Number four, to have far-reaching or serious or adverse applications for someone or something. Now, far-reaching is an adjective which means having important or widely applicable effects or implications. Serious is also an adjective which means significant or worrying because of possible danger or risk. It also means not slight and negligible. The adjective adverse or adverse means harmful or detrimental. For example, making physical education a compulsory part of a standard high school curriculum would have far-reaching implications for our society as a whole. Number five, to have a sterling academic transcript. Now, an academic transcript means an official record of students' work showing courses taken and grades achieved. The adjective sterling means excellent. For example, inordinate importance is frequently attached to a student's ability to have a sterling academic transcript after graduation, and this is particularly true to several Asian countries. Number six, to land a fulfilling or financially rewarding or well-paid job. Fulfilling is an adjective which means making someone satisfied or happy because of fully developing their character and abilities. Financially rewarding and well-paid are the two adjectives which mean receiving a lot of money from something, particularly from working. For example, in today's toughly competitive job markets, college qualifications are likely to help postgraduates land a financially rewarding job. 7. Become inexorably increasing. It means become inevitably increasing. For example, fast food and sugary drinks have become inexorably increasing in recent years, which has many negative implications for public well-being. Now, once again, we see the word implications. Uh-huh. Okay, number eight. Show a cavalier disregard for something. It means disrespect something in an obvious manner. Now, cavalier is an adjective that means showing a lack of proper concern. 
Disregard is a noun, which means disrespect. For example, the judge pronounced that the landfill company had demonstrated a cavalier disregard for regulations, and that the damage inflicted on the environment was substantial. That's it for the explanation. Let's move on to the last part. Sample paragraph. I'm Lee and Normandis, and you're listening to the Slice series. Stay with me. Now, first, let's pick a topic. Hmm. Well, it's tough because there are tons of topics out there. But let's choose the environment, which is my favorite. Now, second, pick a question that revolves around the topic environment. Okay, I got one for all of us right here. Human activity has had a negative impact on plants and animals around the world. Do you think this can be changed for the better? What I want you to do here is to pause our podcast for about 30 minutes, as there are many things you should do at this stage. The first thing is to brainstorm as many ideas for your paragraph as possible for about five minutes. Then the second thing is to write for the next 20 minutes. After that, check your paragraph in terms of cohesion, coherence, vocabulary, and grammar. The last thing to do is to resume the podcast and analyze our sample paragraph. In a sample paragraph, some mentioned collocations will be employed. Not all of them, because it is not so good to use so many collocations without understanding the overall context. The task then is to pay heed to how they are used to contribute to the main idea of the paragraph. It is also important to recognize the connections between sentences in terms of form, by the use of cohesive devices, and in terms of meaning, by understanding how ideas are elaborated or conveyed in relation to other ideas. Try to ask yourself, what is the role of each sentence? Remember that structure of a paragraph. A topic sentence, supporting sentences, and a concluding sentence. Okay, so your 30 minutes start right here. Okay, I bet you are all finished. Let's take a look at the sample paragraph. Human-driven changes in land use and land cover have altered the life of other species on the planet, which may also have far-reaching implications for our own survival. Many subscribe to the idea that it is too late for anything to be done. However, I personally believe that there are feasible measures that individuals and governments can deploy so as to mitigate our adverse impacts imposed on the environment. For one, environmental awareness and responsibilities can eventually bring about significant changes in our lifestyles, helping us adopt environmentally friendly behavior. This could mean avoiding purchasing single-use products and turning to renewable energy sources as a means to meet our domestic needs. Such behavioral changes would go a long way towards building a sustainable ecosystem for various species, whose growth has been slowed down in light of the indiscriminate consumption of throwaway society. On a larger scale, it is the role of the government in the conversation of oral species that can yield tremendous outcomes in the long run. More specifically, environmental regulations should be brought in to protect species on the verge of extinction from illegal activities such as poaching or logging. 
when vulnerable animals and plants are no longer subjected to disruption in their natural habitats, the production of crops can increase and the biodiversity can be therefore sustained. In summary, although the threat of certain species becoming extinct is very real and humans are inexorably doing them a disservice, our concerted efforts are apt to effect radical changes to the current condition of other species and the well-being of mankind as well. As you can see, there are many reincarnations that you should use when writing about the topic environment, such as human driven changes, environmental awareness and responsibilities, throwaway society, single-use products or disposable products, indiscriminate consumption, species on the verge of extinction, and so on. It's good that you can use these collocations in your paragraph, but I suppose your major concern should be making your points clear and convincing first. Do not try to include advanced vocabulary without thinking about grammar and other important things like the clarity of your ideas or the cohesion and coherence levels of your paragraph. Now let's wrap up today's episode. We have learned about the structure of an academic paragraph, the writing skills involved, and some useful collocations about the topic environment. Keep a notebook and practice using these collocations on a regular basis. Also, practice brainstorming ideas for any writing question that you come across. Revise your writing pieces as many times as possible. This will definitely pay off down the track. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for watching and I'll see you in next episode. If you have a voracious appetite for reading, our next episode will certainly be right up your street. See ya! Thank you.